every single person we've shown this film to. Every single person. Every single, from all different types of people, different walks, walks of, life. of life, love this movie. Welcome to A Couple Thoughts Podcast. My name's Natalie Hernandez, and I'm here with my awesome co-host and husband... Chris Hernandez. That's my cue. (laughs) Or just stare at me blankly. (laughs) We are a podcast that talk about various topics from a Christian worldview, such as that the greatest show is The Office. To why grocery shopping is the worst. And everything in between. Everything in between. Christian worldview. (laughs) Why is grocery shopping the worst from a Christian worldview? I mean... Not to go all first world on you and everything. <laughs> I am very grateful that I can drive to a place where there's food and I didn't have to work for it. I am grateful for that. I just don't like doing it. <laughs> now I don't even have to walk in the store. Now I can literally drive up and they put groceries in my car. And I still don't <laughs> like it. How much easier can it get? <laughs> it's still really annoying. The annoying part is deciding what to eat. Deciding what to eat. See, Natalie and I love to eat. But we really like preparing or cooking. That's not really our it's thing. Like we want to eat healthy and good and and it's just stuff. too high maintenance to eat healthy and good. Ma- I know. Just give me Domino's to my doorstep. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is the wrong message. We should oh yeah, say. sorry. I mean, eat healthy and good, guys. Yeah, just be really rich and have a chef do it for you. Is all yes, I'm saying. Yes, that would be amazing. That's all I'm saying. But The Office is the best show ever. So that, I don't care what worldview you're coming from. <laughs> From a Christian like, worldview, guys, The Office, Michael Scott, Michael Gary Scott, Gary Scott. Dwight Kurt Schrute, <laughs> Jim, what was his middle name? Pop Quiz Hotshot, what's his middle name? We Do we know? Or is he just Jim Halpert? Maybe not. Jim Halpert. Jimothy? Do you mind if Pam. Beasley. I feel like we know Pam's middle name. Uh, I know Jim's mom's name, <laughs> but I can't remember. What is Jim's mom's name? This is relevant. This is why you guys listen to this podcast, <laughs> to find out. Why the fictional character Jim Halpert's mom's name is. I believe it's Clarissa Halpert. (laughs) (laughs) So if we ever do, oh gosh, if I'm wrong, I'm going to be really embarrassed. It's, I think that's it. But anyway, if we ever do, you know, that episode where we just do a bunch of office trivia, you guys will be ready. Mm -hmm. We won't do that. Did we mention our kid's cute yet? Oh, our kid is extremely cute. So cute. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful child. And man, she was so like, she's like really cute. She yeah. went swimming the other day, and you sent me pictures, and she's just amazing. It was just, she just had so much fun. She's a brave little soul, and she's not even two yet. You're she's a like, brave little, what is it? Soldier. Soldier. Dun, 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 You're a brave If you guys have little. kids, go check out Dolly Parton's uh, <laughs> kids album. It's pretty nice. Uh-huh. I, I believe in you. I believe in you. Eowyn loves it, and it's oh, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Go Dolly. Um, shout out to Dolly Parton. Dollywood was also awesome. Just Dollywood is awesome. So, um, what are you drinking over there? What am I drinking? <clears throat> I am drinking decaf coffee that you made like three hours ago. <laughs> yes. Um, hard up for something to sip on. And it's in a mug that is... That has a Far Side comic. You guys remember Far Side? Oh, so good. Let me describe it to you because that's the way comics should be mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> enjoyed <laughs> is by someone on a podcast describing it to you. <clears throat> it's three goldfish outside of their uh, fishbowl. And inside the fishbowl, there's a huge fire. 
And one of the goldfish turns to the other goldfish and says, Well, thank God we all made it out in time. Of course, now we're equally screwed. <laughs> if great. only you guys could see it. <laughs> it's a fantastic comment. It's a really, yeah. Uh-huh. I love the far side. What are you drinking? I am drinking very, very special drink today. Mm. I'm drinking Dixie Peach from Trader Joe's because we took a special trip to Trader Joe's. We don't live near one, so all of you who live near one, I'm jealous, and I hope you know what you have. Speaking of not liking grocery shopping, maybe I need to clarify. If it's Trader Joe's, I'm good because I'm okay with smaller mm-hmm. selections with really good food that already have good ingredients. We did just get an Aldi, so we'll, maybe that'll help. We did just get an Aldi. We'll check it out. But I'm drinking my, it's Dixie Peach, so if you're ever at Trader Joe's, it's pretty good. Out of my McAdoo's, it's very important that you know it's McAdoo's, not McAdoe's. Those who are local to Virginia, you'll understand. 2018, there's only one St. Patrick's Day. The other 364 are practice with some very St. Patty's Day wearing people um, cheering with a beer. And we got this on St. Patrick's Day. So, mm-hmm. family memory. <laughs> <laughs> Go, We're not Irish, go Irish, by the way. But go Irish. I have a little maybe. Oh, I yeah. have like all that, maybe. whatever, all that and stuff. As far as I know, I got Irish in me. I don't even know. Who even knows? You I know? need to do those DNA tests. We always see those commercials for those DNA tests. Yeah, Ancestry.com. Cool. That would be really fun. That would be really good. Mm-hmm. So today we've decided, hey, let's do a podcast where maybe we don't offend anyone. And then maybe next week we can do the <clears> podcast. highly unlikely. That is. That's highly unlikely. We've probably already offended people by saying The Office is the best TV show. That's true. That's true. So okay. never mind. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I was just trying to be nice so when we do the podcast where we offend everyone, we can remind them that we tried to do sense. one. <laughs> we didn't offend anyone. Yeah, that's true. So we decided to stick to a safe topic. Uh, we, we each picked five great movies that you might not have heard of or probably haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Um, We've done this before. If you listened to us or followed us on Periscope at all, you've heard this list before. It was one of our favorite live streaming things we did. Um, a lot of people had a... Uh, I think we found some good movies that way, too, mm-hmm. from people suggesting little-known films. I think one of them on my list was from that very event. <gasps> it was, wasn't uh-huh. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which helped us discover one on mine, I believe. Oh. So anyway. Uh, but before we begin, <laughs> I'm sure all you guys are very concerned where our cat is. <gasps> right. I forgot. Our cat. That's right. Is survived. Sorn. Mm-hmm. He's fine. He's fat and living in our neighbor's yard on her porch <laughs> because apparently she feeds him and he likes her more than us. I think he's officially decided she's better than us. <laughs> because ever since Aowen came around, he's like, okay, well now there's this little thing who's all up in my business. Mm-hmm. So he just gave up. Our other cat, Leo, aka Doobie, <laughs> he still loves us and we love him. So he, he hasn't quite given up on us, but Soren is like, forget it. I'm yeah, hanging out, out with this here. lady. Yeah. yeah, And she is really nice and she has cats and obviously treats him better than we do. <laughs> so, But yeah. But we still love him, and he comes here occasionally, but it's more like, oh, I'm just here to say hi. I'm going back home in a little bit to my new pad. Mm-hmm. Fine. So he's fine. Thank you, everyone, for your, I'm thoughts sure, your concern. <laughs> your thoughts and your prayers and your vibes, your positive vibes. <laughs> positive, uh, what was it? You said positive something or others. Good vibes. Isn't it positive yeah, vibes? Yeah, positive vibes. Yeah. Good thoughts, positive vibes, prayers. Et cetera. However, those are transferred. All right, so let's dive right in. Um, you can okay. go first on your okay. number one, or number five, I should say, since we're going five to one. Yeah, I think we'll go five to one. So I'm going to start with a movie 
that might be more known than the other ones on my list, but it happens to be one of my favorite films. It's on my top 25 list. I absolutely love it. Um, but I, w- I wouldn't say that it's super famous, so I think it still counts as a great movie that you might not have seen or heard of yet. And that film is Stranger Than Fiction, directed by Mark Forster. Uh, it was made, or it was released in 2006, and it stars Will Ferrell and Emma Thompson, who is my favorite actress of all time. And mm-hmm. this is one of my favorite roles of her, actually. I mean, it would just have been the funnest role to play. Dustin Hoffman, Queen Latif is in it, and... Maggie Gyllenhaal, who I love her in this mm-hmm. film. Great, awesome, creative. Cinematically, I thought it was really cool. Soundtrack was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, all around, I always say that it, it feels, it's a movie that I wish I had made, or if I make a movie, I'd want it to be kind of like that. I don't know how to explain. It's share, just, share what it's about. That's fine. Oh. So they're like, what, what is okay. it? Okay. <laughs> um, oh, I don't want to, I'm scared I'll spoil it. So, Will Ferrell plays an IRS auditor who starts hearing someone narrating his life. Mm-hmm. Like and, audibly. Like audibly. Mm-hmm. So as he's just going through his daily routine, he hears basically a narrator writing his life. <laughs> and then he finds out something. Yeah, he's trying to figure... It's basically his journey finding out what that's all why, about. Yeah, why he's hearing this voice. Via twists and turns yeah. and fun. Yeah. It's a dramedy. It'd be a comedy, I guess. Yeah, it's a dramedy. Um, more comedy than drama, but there's definitely drama in there and and super creative. And I just love the story. I absolutely love the story mm-hmm. and all the characters in it and, and the little twists and everything. It's it's a really cool story. I still think Will Ferrell's best work is in SNL, but this is my favorite movie of him. Yeah, well, I, I think when the everyone was really on the Will Ferrell train, like when he was making Elf and Step Brothers and all those, I kind of wasn't on the Will Ferrell train. Now, like with the dumbest movies, like Daddy's Home <laughs> and Other Guys and all those, I'm on the Will Ferrell train now. Yeah, like hilarious. now, I'm like, okay, I like Will Ferrell now, and everyone else is like, kind of done with him. I'm like, no, 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 I'm just now, I get it now. Anyway, <laughs> but I also he was on Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, which is a, a favorite show. And anytime you see people just in a natural setting and environment, and get to know them more, they seem more likable. And he, I don't know, he seems really cool. And he talked about cats, so. Mm-hmm. I like Will Ferrell. So that's my that's my first pick. What's okay. what's yours? So my um, number five pick is a movie from 2014 called Nightcrawler. Mm. Have you guys heard of that movie? Uh, it's a I would call it a thriller, kind of. Let's see, IMDb calls it a crime drama thriller, which yeah I can see that. I'd say more drama thriller. I don't know what the crime is, um, but it stars. Speaking of Gyllenhaal's, Jake. Gyllenhaal, is that how you say it? Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Uh, and Rene Russo, um, Riz Ahmed, and um, one of Bill Paxton's final roles. Uh huh. Um, it is definitely a thriller, but the reason I think it's great is because it's directed really, really good. Um, it's shot really, really interestingly, and Jake Gyllenhaal, man. He created some <clears throat> character that is like very unique and very creepy, <laughs> but in the best sense. Um, I mean, it's one of my, my favorite performances of him. I like him in most things I've seen him in, but this movie was just like, wow. Like, kind of solidified my, okay, I think I like J- Jake Gyllenhaal a lot as far as acting. Um, yeah, everyone acts very well in this film. It's a very original story, unique story. It's about. Um, 
Jake Gyllenhaal, who's desperate for work, um, but he kind of, through intelligence and just kind of manipulation in a creepy way, gets his um, start into journalism, and he kind of like just gets a camera and starts filming crime scenes um, at night, and then sells them to TV networks. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a kind of a boring premise, right? But not really. <laughs> oh, does, okay. Well, good. Well, <clears throat> it's a lot more than that. So that's kind of like the premise. But as you can imagine, with the crime scenes and with the weirdness of the network and the creepiness of Jake Gyllenhaal's character and his ulterior motives of like making money and being successful no matter what at any cost. Um, hopefully that it will intrigue you to see this movie. It's definitely darker t- tone. It's not a feel-good movie, <laughs> but if you're looking for a beautifully shot with amazing performances and with, I say, a strong message of the clickbait headlines showing the dirtiness of that and, you know, that kind of stuff. But it's it's a really good movie. It's a really unique movie, and I always love original stories. Um, the director, Dan Gilroy, was actually a writer, this was his first directing, and he wrote and directed it, and nice. man, I saw the behind-the-scenes stuff, and it was like, that's really good. Okay, my number four pick is a film called Boy, released in 2010, directed by a favorite of mine, Tak. I always say his name wrong, though, Taka Watiti. Taki Watiti. Taki Watiti. Well, you can read it right there, isn't it? Well, yeah, and I still think I said it wrong. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Taka Watiti. Taika. Taika. Taika Watiti. Watiti. I'm so sorry if I said that wrong. Taika, if you're listening. <laughs> sorry, Mr. Watiti. <laughs> uh, he's also the director of Thor Ragnarok. Yes. So I'll give you a general idea of the tone of this film. Continue. And the favorite part of Thor Ragnarok for me was his character, the yeah, rock guy. His anyway, cameo. so I went. We kind of both went on a little New Zealand kick for a while, and I watched like all his movies, pretty much, maybe with two exceptions. But this one was recommended to us. And I really liked this one, so I wanted to give this one a shout-out. It's set on the east coast of New Zealand in 1984. It's about a boy who's 11 years old. He's a devout Michael Jackson fan, and he gets a chance to know his absentee criminal father. It's very much a personal film, in a way, for Mr. Watiti. I think think the house they film in is actually like his aunt's house or something like that. I'm Hmm. trying to remember the behind the scenes. Definitely one of his first films in the indie feel. Yeah, but it's cool. really cool. Yeah, it just all his films kind of or the ones I've seen have a really unique feel to them. And I like going to a different part of the world. And it's definitely not like a glamorous part or where you think like Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings or anything like that. Like this is actual New Zealanders. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what do you what do they come not at Aborigines or in Australia? What's the <laughs> word I'm thinking of? Oh, Kiwis. Kiwis. Like yeah. like real ones and I love it but it was a really good story and you, it's it's a little bit fantastical which I like so it, it has almost even though it's a real story about this boy and his father there's a little bit of an element of the um, almost like a childlike from his perspective you see things yeah like he like kid. daydreams yeah. and it's a little bit of a fairy tale aspect uh-huh. to it yeah and how kids do sort of romanticize certain things or mm-hmm. how they picture it and um I really enjoyed it from the the first second. I love it. And I love their accents, too. I can't help it. Just how they talk <laughs> is the best. Everyone's when you're like, I have no idea what they just said. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally, you might need the subtitles. But for the most part. It's a great movie. It's, yeah. it's a very great film. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I loved. I mean, you won't recognize any of the names except for 
I'm going to just keep saying Mr. Watiti because I don't want to say his name. Taki Watiti. Taki Watiti. Takia Watiti. I don't even Taik, know. Ta- I'm trying to think. I've heard Taiki, him say it. Taikia. I don't know. I've heard Taki Watiti is what I've heard, I think. Anyway. Okay. You you guys can correct me and tell me. Send me the, the correct pronunciation. So <laughs> I'll know what to do. Anyway, it's my number four. Nice. My number four pick um, is called, from 2006... It's called Amazing Grace. Don't be fooled. It isn't a corny Christian film. Even though the trailer starts out with a corny Christian song. <laughs> and they're just trying to sell it. It's fine. It's actually a really great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stars Yoan Gruffid, another guy with a weird name. Um, Albert Finney and other people, other British people, you don't know who they are, but you've seen them everywhere. Uh, you know Romalia Gerrari? Romalia Gerrari. <laughs> Michael Gambon, Rufus, yeah. These guys, you've seen them. Oh, and Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, Benedict Cumberbun's in it. He was, <laughs> he's one of my favorite roles. What's with these weird names? <laughs> anyway, um, directed by Michael Apted. Um, it, it's basically uh, centers around the life of William Wilberforce, the historical guy, William Wilberforce, and his, um, as he maneuvers through Parliament... Um, endeavoring to end the British transatlantic slave trade. Um, very good film. Mm-hmm. Excellent acting. Uh, has some great moments. Um, it really has some good speeches. Some good, like, oh, yeah. just kind of moving <clears throat> moments that you can, like, apply to anything you're fighting for now and then. You know, knowing that it was such a, you know, moral thing he was fighting for, to seeing such opposition and such irrational. Um, ideals trying to, you know, make slave trade moral or okay, you know, and then, mm-hmm. and then other people fighting against it and, and it's just a really great movie. Um, inspiring and because it's based on history, it's even more inspiring. And then also kind of as the title um, spoils, no, <laughs> shows, um, it talks a little bit about the origins of the song Amazing Grace, which is a fantastic song. Mm-hmm. Still sang to this day. Um, Which is why the trailer's so funny. Like, of all the beautiful versions. <laughs> yeah. Chris Tomlin Grace. version. <laughs> um, Amazing Grace and all most hymns are great. Which is funny because in Christian music they always say Amazing and Grace and Amazing Grace <laughs> as if they're being creative. Sorry, I don't want to get on a rant yeah, on Christian did that rant. worship. <clears throat> but anyways, <laughs> fantastic film. Check it out if you haven't seen it. It's probably one you've heard of maybe, but you probably never got around to seeing it. But um, let me tell you, great acting um, and moving, inspiring, good look into this part of history. So if you're history buff, um, you know, it's a it's a good one to add to your uh, library. Yeah, good period film, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good period film. My third movie is called Flipped. It was made in 2010. Directed by Rob Reiner. Mm. Oh, he always does sweet little movies. And it stars a few names that you'll probably recognize. And then a few you might not. Aiden Quinn, Madeline Carroll, Callan McAuliffe. I don't even see why these people. Anthony Edwards. Anyway, it was one of those films I think we've talked about (laughs) before on here. It was a library find. I just went to the library, <laughs> grabbed a few movies, and sometimes you, you win some and you lose some. Mm-hmm. Well, this was a winner, 
and I really enjoyed it. And it's it's like rated PG. It's an hour and a half. It's a it's it's classified as a comedy drama slash romance. I just thought it was so sweet, and it takes place, I believe, in like the 1960s, like maybe early 60s. So just a like more innocent time, you could say. It's a sweet little sort of a little love story about these two eighth graders, even though they're really young. It's it kind of shows her point of view and his point of view, his and her little story. And it's just really sweet. As I recall, it was pretty clean. I don't even remember that much language. So if that's something that you're looking for, maybe a, a fun family film. Um, I can't remember exactly, but I think it was a bit, it was, it was pretty safe for like a, mm. a family viewing sit down movie. But um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I just thought that's a fun one because I've only had one other lady one time she said, I don't watch that many movies, but have you ever seen the movie Flipped? And I, I almost flipped because <laughs> I was like, no one, for one, she's like, I never watch movies. And then the one movie she mentions was this movie. And we were both just so excited. Someone else had find it, found it. And I think she found it at the library. So <laughs> I found it at a library in Texas. She found it at a library in Virginia. So maybe that's just where you got to go to find this movie. I don't remember if it had a theater release. I have no idea. It, but it was, it, I thought it was very well done, well acted. I think both the girl and the boy in it, they're pretty young in this. They've gone on to do more things, though. But um, it's just sweet. It's adorable. I really enjoyed it. So that's my number three. My number three pick is called The Dark Horse. Kia ora. <laughs> it's New Zealand for hello. It's also for, uh, a movie based out of New Zealand. Mm-hmm. From 2014, stars one of my favorite, top, probably top three actors of all time, Cliff Curtis. So good. One of the best actors. Watch anything he's in, and <laughs> including Fear of the Walking Dead, and you'll know he's one of the best in the in the biz. Um, this is one of his best roles ever. It is a true story based on a brilliant but troubled New Zealand chess champion. He finds his purpose by teaching underprivileged children about the rules of chess and life. Um, it is a drama. True story. Emotional, man, beautifully shot, so good, beautifully acted, extremely emotional, extremely moving, um, but also a story of redemption and just life. And you know, when troubled kids are being helped, it's always nice to see you know true stories and mm-hmm. really unique um, way of putting the movie together. Um, just one of those ones that at the end of it, you're just like sitting there like, wow. Mm-hmm. Man, I that loved was it. emotional was and good. great so and good. good. You just feel good and bad at the same time. <laughs> and uh, Cliff Curtis put on like fifty pounds for the role. I think he knocked out some teeth for the role. Jeez. I mean, he just put his all into it, and it's just amazing uh, acting and amazing movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> music was great. Um, In fact, of course, the accents, of course, are a little hard to hear, <laughs> yeah. to know, but you you get used to it after a while. But it's just a great movie, and you can actually watch it on Prime if you have Prime. But oh, is it on Prime? Uh-huh. Cool. Oh yeah, Boy was on something mm-hmm. too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, the the boy, in Boy, <laughs> is also in Dark Horse. Mm-hmm. He has a pretty prominent role in that too. He's good. Cool. So that's my top, or that's my third one. Sweet. Um, go watch it. So good. If you Watch want a moving now. tale, biography, drama that'll pull on your heartstrings. And uh, yeah, great yep. movie. So true. And if you love chess, it's a good movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to love chess to love the movie. That's true. <laughs> I don't love chess. 
I like Jess. <laughs> My number two pick is special to me. I have been Ooh. watching this film since it came out in 1994. Nice. I memorized a monologue from it that I can still do from memory. And I probably memorized it in 1994. Anyway, it's called The War. Mm. There's a lot of films with a similar title, so you got to make sure it's The, the War, War from, 1990 from 1994. Starring Star- your boyfriend. Okay, a long time ago when I was like five. Starring Elijah Wood. Your boyfriend. Not my <laughs> When I was five. And Kevin Costner. And although, come on, guys, how good of a plan was this? If I grew up and married Elijah Wood, I'd have been Natalie Wood. And I thought that was smart. I'm really glad I gave up that dream because I'm much happier being Natalie Hernandez. (laughs) I'm just just saying it was funny to me. Okay. And it's directed by John Abnett. And I love this film. It's a fantastic movie. It's a great film. And no one knows about it. No one knows about it. I don't know how this happened because it was in the middle of Kevin Costner's heyday, like when he was a big deal. So I don't know how people miss this film. But Someone, a lot of somewhere people don't. dropped the ball in distribution and it just fell through the wayside. Something happens. It's it's about a, a Vietnam War vet, Stephen Simmons, must Kevin deal, Costner. Kevin right? Costner, yep. Must <clears throat> deal with a war of a different sort between his son and their friends and a rival group of children. It's it takes place, I believe, in like Georgia or Alabama or it's in the South for sure. So a lot of um great 60s, southern movies. 70s? Also in the sixties, I think. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think based on what they're wearing and stuff. I Gosh, I've been watching a lot of movies that took place in the 60s, which is funny because I don't love a lot of movies made in the 60s, but apparently I love them based in the 60s. <laughs> so anyway, it's it's um, also a movie with a lot of heart. It'll pull on the heartstrings. The family. soundtrack, yeah, yeah, family. The soundtrack is beautiful. I absolutely love it. Look up the track Angel Pin. It'll You'll cry even if you haven't seen the movie, but if you see the movie, it's even more. It's just beautiful. And um, oh, I want to watch it now. I know. It's, it's been really, a while. It has been a while. Just the, the acting is really great. In fact, it's one of my favorite roles of Kevin Costner. He's mm-hmm. not as well known for it, but as far as his acting, this is my favorite role I've ever seen him in, even more than Robin Hood, even more than all those. I'd agree. It's my favorite, and um, there are definitely moments that stick with you that I can't forget that are really moving. Oh, I could tear up right now. So it's it's really good, and it's just this, I, I mean, I don't I guess simple still works, kind of a simple story just about these people in the South at this time. And, you know, these men returning for more, what they went through, and then what the kids are going through. But it's really, really good film. So, shout out to The War. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Fantastic film. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> my number two pick, my number two and number one pick are slightly similar. Uh, Going to drastically change uh, direction here. Um, <laughs> it is another foreign film. It's a French film by the French director Pierre Morel. You may have known him. You may know him from such films as Taken, the first one, the good one. <laughs> the good one, yeah. Um, and it was produced by Luc Besson. I who, wanted to say the name so bad. I love saying that name. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Luc Besson, go ahead. Who um, <laughs> has done many films that you've probably seen. Luke. Uh, most notably, um, Fifth Element. <laughs> <laughs> took me a second. I was you like, what in the world? You gave me the funniest look, like, what are you trying to think? You're like, and film, what? <laughs> Fifth Element. Uh, but Luc Besson was actually going to direct... This film, it is an action film, not sci-fi, but um, he had a cinematographer, and he's like, hey, why don't you direct it? And Pierre's like, but I'm a cinematographer, and he's like, eh, it might be fun. So Luke produced it, but got Pierre to direct it, and it was it's surprisingly awesome. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it, too. It is set in the ghettos of Paris in 2010. An undercover cop and an ex-thug try to 
infiltrate a gang in order to defuse a neutron bomb. Sounds really corny because it kind of is, but it's an <laughs> awesome movie. Um, <clears throat> if you want a, it's subtitled. I mean, I haven't seen the English dub. I doubt it's Just don't do anything it. close. Um, so watch the subtitle version. The music is so great. It's like insane. Um, but the acting is really good. And the catch is it stars David Bell, whose father um, in the French military created the art form parkour. And his son, David Bell, who stars in this film, made it famous um, through lots of methods, but also this movie. Um, so if you like parkour... And you want to see awesome action with, uh, you know, no CGI and um, just fun fighting. It also stars, uh, I can't say his name, Cyril Raffilielli. Anyways, he's awesome. He's actually a stuntman, and this was his first acting role. Uh, he does a lot of stunt work for Jason Statham, actually, and um, other I things. But that, yeah. Uh, he's a stuntman turned actor in this film, and him, he's great, and David Bell's great. Their banter's great. Um, it's co- it's comedic, and it's fun, and it's action packed. <laughs> what? It is comedic, comedic and fun. Comedic and fun. It is comedic and fun. <laughs> okay. They have like banner back and forth and one liners and like you know like it's fun and funny. Okay, sure, it's rated R under some blood and and bad guys eat it and it's very dramatic at certain points because people get kidnapped and murdered. Yeah, this one probably isn't a family friendly. Not family friendly. Even though it's in French, the subtitles still tell you what they're saying. Yeah, but it's a great... Okay, it's fun if you're a guy and you want to watch a a dumb action flick. It's like, this is fun. No, it's not dumb. I love it. I love the movie. I just don't know if I'd say it's super (laughs) funny and, you know, ooh, fun. I didn't say super (laughs) funny. I just said there's there's some comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some fun, but mostly just bad guys getting it and awesome action and fun music Mm -hmm. and a lot of awesome parkour by the guy who made it up. So that's pretty good. And it's directed by Pierre Morel, who they've taken right after this and then um, fell off the radar because I don't know why. But I hope he comes back and makes another great movie. Yeah. Yeah. So go check it out. District B13, also known as District 13 sometimes. Mm. Or the French one is Ben Louis du An. I don't even know. It's French. Um, <laughs> don't be put off by the cover because the cover also oh makes gosh. it look terrible. The poster for this film is the most horrible posters ever. It looks like it's based in like the 80s. And, and not it in was a like good a way. Seventh grade, make a movie poster for your favorite movie project. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It I'm looking at it right now. I mean, it's it horrible. Does. But it does. don't so be funny. fooled. Check it out. It's a great film. And um, it's much based in 2004. Better. I don't know if I said that. Um, they made a remake called Brick Mansions that came out a few years ago. Do not see that. <laughs> film <laughs> absolute crap show and drags this movie in the dirt so just watch the original district yeah. b13 um it was on netflix for a while um it might be hard to find imdb says you can rent it for four bucks on prime it's worth it check it out if you want a fun action flick yep okay what's your number two my number one we're already at number one was that my number, number that was my number two what's your number one Pick. Oh my gosh, my number one pick is... As follows. My number one pick is... It's one of Chris and I's, both of us' favorite movie, but I, I got to do it on my list, so thanks, nice. for, thanks for that. Because it's so great. So, 
This is one of those films that I'll, I'll get there. I'm going to build it up a little. Mm-hmm. I, this is true. This is true. So far, every single person we've shown this film to. Every single person. Every sing- From all different types of people, different walks, walks of, of life. life Love this movie. I haven't shown From it to someone who did From my mom to my yet. best friend to random, random kids coworkers. that came over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone. It's so good. In the first five minutes, I was like, I don't even know where the story's going to go, but these performances, I'm already hooked. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. That's We'll see why. So the film is called Warrior. Warrior. It, Warrior. It came out in 2011. It um, stars Tom Hardy. So most of you are done already. You're like, okay, I'll see it. Nick Nolte, Joel Edgerton, and Jennifer Morrison, and and the rest of awesome collective cast. So Chris was like, hey, I think you'll you'll like this movie. And when you see, in fact, maybe don't look at covers or watch trailers because definitely don't look at the DVD cover because yeah. I've noticed the DVD cover literally gives away the film. Yeah, so don't do that because if you the little the least. The less you know about this film, the better. It's uh-huh, one of those. Definitely. But if if you someone had just described it to me, I'd be like, oh, okay. But Chris knows, you know, when I what kind of movies I like, and almost everything he's th- said, I think you'd like it. I usually do. So I trusted I trust him with recommendations. So I was like, okay, I'll watch it. He was raving about it, and it is still probably in my top ten, not even top twenty, top ten favorite movies of all time. I've seen it's it. Probably in my top. Five. Man, it's just, it's so good. And I've I don't know. I've seen it so many times. You've seen it so many times. I, I just watched it maybe, what, a couple weeks ago with a friend who's never heard of it and loves Tom Hardy. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. We watched it in my home theater. Tears flowing from my eyes. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it a thousand times. A thousand times, yeah. Every Did time. you say what it's about yet? I didn't, I didn't know if I should. That's true. I guess that's true, yeah. Just see it. Just trust me. This trust is where us. You, this is where you just have to trust Great me. Great film. It's a drama. Mm-hmm. Not for families. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, I'm just saying they, yeah. don't, they have no idea what it is. Like, right. At right, least right. tell them like, the general it's, idea it's what they're expecting. It's a sports expect. drama is what it's categorized as, like a sports, sports drama. Dra- yeah. sports, I would say sports family drama. Okay. Because it has to do with fathers and sons and, and, all and, of that. and families yeah. and things like that. Yeah. But it is definitely uh, a drama. Mm-hmm. And um, I just loved, I mean, I loved everything about this film. Every single character, every the way, how it was written, the way it was filmed, mm-hmm. the music, everything. I absolutely love this film. And um, and for, I mean. You can thank this film for Tom Hardy being Bane. Pretty much, yeah. And any action movie he's been since then. Because before this film, he was a skinny kid from England who didn't, who just acted in theater. But he bulked up for this film Mm -hmm. and then since then because he nailed this role so good he's done a lot of action movies since and we all love that about him so that's great yeah so thank this film for that and to those of you who might think oh another sports movie or oh especially if you do you know not take our warning and look at the cover you might it might not look like up your alley because, like I said, if I had just heard the description, I might have been like, oh, okay. Like, I guess I have to be in the mood for that. Mm-hmm. But no, it's it's better than you think. I'll just put it that way. No matter what you think, it might be, you might be like, I'm not really interested we're so in that. We're so confident that you'll love this movie that we're I like, just literally am. hit play and trust us. And just trust us. Don't even worry about it. That's how confident Oh, but follow our movie etiquette rules while watching it, of course. Well, yeah, don't be a barbarian. Especially during the open five minutes. Yeah. Opening five minutes is like. Yeah, and Tom you Hardy, to you have to really listen because in this movie, he's a little bit of a mumbler, which he likes to do sometimes. He does in like he all likes his to mumble. Any Tom Hardy fans know what we're talking about. Yeah, so, so you got to give a little extra listen to that. But um, 
yeah, like the like the war, uh, Warrior also just somehow seemed to have. I don't know if it came out when another really big movie came out, so everyone missed it. Uh, it did, and I forgot what it was. Yeah, but it fell through the cracks, and I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it should have been an Oscar contender. It's, it's thankfully good... Nick Nolte actually got nominated for his role. Oh, he did. Yes. He did, and yeah. it was great. Fantastic! Yeah. It was definitely should have. Yeah, I wasn't a big Nolte fan. I knew knew him from much, like most people. I knew him did. from like back in the day, eighties movies. Right. Yeah, and this was just wow, wow! Every performance blew me away. I love the story. I and and yeah, I'll cry every single time. And shout out to the director, also a writer director, Gavin O'Connor. He O'Connor? he's done a, some smaller movies before, and then he did Warrior, knocked it out of the park, of course. And then for some odd reason, what has it been? Seven years now? What? He hasn't done much. Um, he helped out a friend on another movie, Jane Got a Gun. It wasn't a great movie. But he got thrown into that to kind of like clean up. So I'm always been curious what he's going to do next because his Warrior is such a good movie. Um, and a rumor on the street is he's going to do Suicide Squad 2, hmm. which doesn't make me that excited because I didn't like Suicide Squad 1 too much. But makes me a little excited because I'm like, wait a minute. I did like the idea of Suicide Squad. So maybe the idea of Suicide Squad with a great director mm-hmm. could be something awesome. Right, right. So yeah, look out for that. But definitely check out Check Warrior. out Warrior. Yep, Warrior is my number one. And it's what I, it's the one I always recommend if it's a movie that you probably haven't heard of. That's my number one every time. Because, every time. Because I had never heard of it, and I just it just happened to me. It just I, it, You experience it, and you're like, wow, I'm so glad that happened. <laughs> people are going to be like, wow, I better see this movie. I know. I, I mean, of course, most of the people we've shown have been guys, so I'm like, but I don't want to just say it's My a guy My mom's not film. a guy. That's My mom true. loved it. Both the moms loved it. Um, I'm trying to think what <clears> other <throat> girlfriend I've shown it to, though. Well, anyway, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I absolutely love it. <clears throat> so speaking of guy movies, not to be sexist, but I'll be realist and say most guys <laughs> like action films. Um, <laughs> to my sexist, number but to be realist. <laughs> <laughs> my number one pick is, drumroll, 2008, It Man, starring Donnie Yen. Now, it's, wow, 2008, it's been 10 years. Oh, my gosh. So in the last 10 years, you have probably may have heard of Hitman or at least have seen like it around because there's three of them in the last 10 years. And I think they're making a fourth. It's one of the greatest trilogies because yeah. trilogies never are great. It's always like one or two of them are great. Every single one of these movies is great. But I'm going to go with, with number one, which is just called Hitman, I-P-M-A-N, two words. Um... <clears throat> also based on a real also based yeah. on the real guy um called it man in china in the 30s i believe during the japanese invasion made up the kung fu wing chun well at least made it famous i should say and it had and it and it man's mate is famous because he also helped train bruce lee which we all know who that is anyways this film stars donnie yen who's one of the greatest action stars of all time and it, if you know nothing about martial arts or kung fu movies or anything and want to just dive in to, to watch one, this is a good starter. It is rated R, it's a little violent, but it's, but it's not violent for violence sake. It's, it's a moving family drama, war drama, period drama. Mm-hmm. Um, it is subtitled, but it has awesome action from Donnie. 
um, but then also some cool, moving historical drama. And um, I was a girl and I liked it. So. Yeah, you yeah. were a girl. <laughs> <laughs> In this day and age, could be true. <laughs> I'm a girl and I enjoyed it. That's what I'm trying cool. to say. <laughs> yeah, of course, girls are gonna enjoy it. My mom, my mom actually liked it. Again, my mom is <laughs> mom. fantastic. Uh, she she came to visit when we first had Awen, and um, I was like, "Hey, I want to check out this movie." And she's she wasn't watching it, but she'd come back from the kitchen to kind of like keep watching, keep watching, and then she's like, "Oh, I like this movie. It's a good one." Yeah, it is good. Anyway, so it's directed by Wilson Yep. It's a number one pick because I think it's a it's a nice kung fu film for all audiences. Yeah, it is. I think it's uh, it's a good gateway. Film it's a nice gateway film. It's a nice gateway <laughs> film. So if you want to get into um, Hong Kong cinema. <laughs> This would be a good one yep. um, to dive into. It's well-made, not only, which a lot of these aren't well-made. You just kind of go for the fights, which I like. But this one's also well-made, well-acted, well-choreographed, cool music, historical based on a real guy, and blah, 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 blah. And, it's not, and if you like the first one, the next two are fantastic as well. Totally. Okay. So, we had a lot more on our list. We're not going to say all of them. Maybe we'll do a part two. We had day. like 30, guys. Yeah, we had like 30. But I am going to just say two or three more honorable mentions. I'm not going to tell you about them. You look them up. But I just wanted to mention a few more. One of them is Paper Heart, starring Charlene Yee and Michael Sarah. It was made in like 2009, released in 2009, I should say. Kind of more like a documentary. So it's, it's, part... a mo- it's a movie documentary hybrid. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like there's actual documentary and then there is a like kind of fictional story that kind of goes with it really well. And uh, I, I we really enjoyed that movie. Once, directed by John Carney. It was released in 2007. We've mentioned this one before when we talked about the music mm-hmm. podcast. But uh, Once, is you can recommend it a million times because it's really good. And Bella, directed by Alejandro Monteverde. Um, it was released in 2006. Starting Eduardo Verestegui. <laughs> Eduardo And very good film. We mentioned this one before, too, I think. But we got to meet the director and see, like, a screening of it before it was released. And um, we really liked it. It was, it was a really good film. So those are a few of my honorable mentions. There were, there were some more, but I won't list them all. Uh, I got three honorable mentions as well. Uh, if you guys have yeah, everyone knows the story of Les Miserables. But have you guys seen the 1998 Liam Neeson and Jeffrey Rush version? Because if you haven't, and man, it's good. One of my, so it's probably my, one of my top movies of all time. Man, it's amazing. Um, Liam Neeson's and Jeffrey Rush and Uma Thurman are just fantastic. And Music, Christmas. so good by Basil Porter Dallas. And uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't go do who you do it because it's an honorable <laughs> mention. Go check it out. Uh, Police Story, directed by Jackie Chan, one of his classics. If you want to watch a classic Jackie Chan from the 80s, Police Story. And then, um, speaking of classics, 1938, Marx Brothers. If you guys haven't seen the Marx Brothers films, go for it. One of my favorites is Room Service. Love. It actually has Lucille Ball in it, I believe. It does, yeah. One uh, of her back, earlier roles. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, some honorable mentions. Great ones, yep. Marx Brothers are a big, big deal to us, so. <laughs> People forget about them. They were the one-liners amazing. are so good. So good. It's it was right at the transition from the silent films to the talkies. So the witty banter is huge in them, which is great because I love that kind of thing and the dry humor. And they they were more wordy because everyone was excited that they could talk now in the mm-hmm. pictures. So lots of fun back and forth, and then slapstick and just ridiculous mayhem. And apparently in real life they cause that kind of mayhem. But I grew up on Marx Brothers that are awesome. So. Let go of your love of Three Stooges for just long enough to give some other brothers a chance. 
So what do you guys think of our list? What are some of your favorite movies? Um, please let us know on Twitter or on Facebook. It would be so fun to see what, what your your movies that you think are great that a lot of people don't know about. And, we're and always I, looking I would for be curious to know, if you guys don't mind, to, if you tried any of these movies. Yeah. And if you liked them or didn't like them. So tweet us or check us out on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, slash a couple thoughts. My handle on Twitter is at that Chris Cloud. I'm at Natalite. We got nothing more to say. Yeah, isn't that great, guys? Are you glad? For, we just did a nice little, mo- nice little sweet little movie podcast. Okay. Happy Fourth of July week. <gasps> Fourth of July. Independence Day. <laughs> Go watch the movie Independence Day. Today we celebrate our Independence Day with the best movie extra ever. Doing this salute. Yeah. Okay. I know how to do a proper salute now because I had to learn from my play. It's nice. pretty awesome. I would say come see my play, but I don't know where you guys are, so never mind. <laughs> don't worry about it. No big D. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye.